about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimaki Day of the household of David. Be blessed. Are you said this morning? So we have many things to do, so I have to be very fast because I also have a guest minister in the house that will minister in song briefly. But I just want to... So let's start from where we stopped for service. Uh, you've been told that you should get the message of the first service so that you can be on the same page. So I started talking about something this morning. Hallelujah. So I would like us to read from the book of Matthew chapter 4. Let's read Matthew 4. I want to show you something from there. Okay, it's also a but let's, 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 let's read Luke version. That's the temptation of Jesus. Luke chapter 4. The same thing is in Matthew 4, but let's read from Luke and then... I'll try to say a few things that I said for service, and then we take it from there. So look for, I want to read precisely verse 5. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And there's a reason why I'm re- reading this. So look for 5. The Bible says, And the devil taking him up into an high mountain, showed, him unto, showed it unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. I've said that the first time flat screen was used. Satan used it for Jesus Christ. <laughs> he saw the kingdoms of the world. And the devil said to him, And the devil said to him, All this power will I give thee, and the glory of them, for that is been delivered to me. And I can give it to anybody I want to give it to. Amen. Why did he say this, 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 this to Jesus? Remember, this happened before Jesus went to the cross. So let's go back to verse 5. Um, verse 5. Yeah. I want to take out the word. It showed him all the kingdoms of the world. Kingdoms. And that's what I want to talk about briefly. You know, uh, we, we started first service. So, let's read Matthew 28, 19. I want to bring something from there. Matthew 28, 19. We started first service and then in a while we read Ephesians 3. Matthew 20, 19 says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations. Now, you have some of your translations, a particular translation that says, Go ye therefore and, bat- and disciple nations. Right? Okay, so that's the word I'm looking for. Go ye therefore and disciple nations. Now, Jesus didn't say make disciples in nations. Even though to disciple nations, first of all you have to make disciples in nations. Are you following me? To make disciples in nations means we are Christians in South Korea, we are Christians in China, we are Christians in Brazil. They are disciples in those countries. So we are made disciples in nations. But to disciple nations is something entirely different. So believers are supposed to tutor, to mentor, and direct nations. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. So Jesus' ultimate goal is not to just have disciples in nations, but that Christians who are disciples in that nation begin to disciple that nation. So Ephesians chapter 3. And I just, so just to pick a few things from first service that we might understand where we are coming from, so I, I'm just going to move a little more. So the Bible says, let's start from verse 10, or where we read first service. Ephesians chapter 3. Are you there? Now the Bible says that to the intent that now unto principalities and powers in heavenly places might be, no, might, might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. Now verse 11. Now the Bible says, according to the eternal purpose which he proposed in Christ Jesus. 
eternal, the unchanging purpose, God's main purpose. So I said, when Jesus came into this world, when the Father sent the Son, there was one thing that he had at the back of his mind that made him to go to the cross, that made him to die. Not only to raise disciples, there is an eternal purpose. And the purpose is that the church will show God's manifold wisdom, God's multifaceted wisdom to principalities and power. That's why Jesus said, you are the light of the world. You give direction to the world. Hallelujah. So, where we read earlier, the devil knew exactly what he said. When he said that, he would give Jesus all the kingdoms of the world. And I explained that, he was not saying, I will give you Saudi Arabia, I will give you Egypt, I will give you Iran. No. There are kingdoms. And that will lead me to the subject I taught for service, seven mountains, or seven areas of which a guy wrote in a book, and you have to pay attention, okay? Are you following me? Praise the Lord. So, Revelation chapter 11, verse 15. Let's read. Revelation 11, 15. We're going to something there. And the Bible says, And the seventh angel sounded. And there was great voices in heaven saying, Can you see that word again? Kingdom. The kingdoms. Not kingdom. Kingdoms. Exactly the word Lucifer used. The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign. Amen. Hallelujah. So by the time, I don't want to go fully into Apocalypse, but by the time the seventh angel will be sounding the trumpet, if you understand Revelation very well, what God wants to see is that the kingdoms of this world, they have become the kingdoms of our God and of his Christ, and he shall reign. How does he reign? Revelation chapter 5 verse 10. And from here we can go to, <laughs> are you following me? Praise the Lord. Amen. So look at this. The Bible says, and he has made us, he has made, he has made us unto our God, kings and priests, and we shall do what? We shall reign. <laughs> Somehow Satan knew that this was exactly what Jesus came for. So he wanted to offer it to Jesus in his own way. And the same thing is happening right now. It's about the kingdom. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. It's about influence. The battle. It's about the Lord, the Lords of this world, or the Prince of air, sitting over the Lords of this world, not wanting the kingdoms of this world to become the kingdom of our God. So in the book of Revelation, they show the great Allah that sat on seven mountains and seven seas. And listen to me. Now these seven mountains, somebody by Revelation brought it out and he said, there are seven areas of influence. And I want to talk about, some of you have read the book, some of you have seen it on the internet. If you haven't, you have to go and study it. Now, these are seven areas influencing human nature or controlling human life across the world. Whether you are, a, uh, you are in the, uh, the most remote village or you are in the most advanced country, whichever way, these are seven. So, we have politics, which you call government and politics. You have family. You, you are from a family. You have family values. You have religion. Not necessarily Christianity. Religion at large. Some nations, there is a way they dress because of their religion. Now you have media. You have media. You have education. You have arts and entertainment. And then you have the last one. Business. Economy. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Now when you read seven mountains in the Bible, seven seas and seven, this is what he's talking about. So these are the kingdoms. This... Hey, 
Hallelujah. <laughs> I said for service. According to Revelation chapter 12, when Lucifer fell with one third of the angels, Satan does not have power to create. So definitely, he couldn't have created more demons operating with him. But you see, God might have created more angels. But even if God has not, we still have um, uh, over two, two thirds of the angels are still with God. Why Satan is very effective and why he's called the God of this world is that he has strategical in charge of these seven mountains. Are you with me? I established for them for service. If you think people in authority are not important, you are making a big mistake. And I'm provoking and calling all of you to rise. Listen to me. They are doing the local government meeting in your area. On your streets, you are not there. You are sleeping. You are praying. A class has to be appointed in your class. You are not there. You don't understand. So I use the story of King. When Aesaros became king, Satan promoted Ammon. And Ammon was the person that the king was listening to. And the first thing Ammon wanted to do was to eliminate all Jews. The devil is... Look... This message will make many of you. You cannot live an ordinary life. And it's not about you. One of these mountains is your area of influence. And you need to do what Jesus says in, in Luke chapter 19 verse 13. Occupy till I come. You must take your place. So, first of all, you must understand the nature of the warfare going on. Media can, can shape the ideology of an entire nation. Which one is the most effective news stuff in the world? CNN. CNN is not pro-church. They are anti-church. You are going to say this pan everywhere. Listen. Uh, all, almost is becoming a norm now. You understand that an average person in Hollywood is anti-Christ. Hear me very well. That's why the Bible said that I exhort therefore first of all. 1 Timothy, one, uh, 1 Timothy chapter, uh, chapter 2. That I exhort therefore first of all that supplication, prayer, intercession and giving of thanks be made for all men. For kings and those who are not, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet. I said this is, he said this is good and acceptable in the sight of God. There are two ways. Either you seriously intercede for those who are in authority, that is a harder way. Or you get to authority yourself. One of the two. If you don't do any, the will of the devil, I just read in a particular stage in America now, they are almost at the final stage where Sex education to be taught with video of people having sex will be made compulsory to all students. Some people sit down to make all these laws. When the laws come out, then believers start praying. I ended the first service by telling them that I have stopped complaining about those who are messing up this nation. Everybody doing anything in this nation came from a woman's womb like yourself. They didn't draw from heaven. Where were we when they were taking over Nigeria? So why, why, I mean, mention anybody. Didn't they go to school like yourself? When they were in school, did they know they would become governor or president? They were in secondary school like yourself. So where were you when they stepped in and you were out? And remember what Socrates said. The punishment for the wise that refuses to rule is to stay under the rulership of a fool. It is true. If a wise man and you don't rule, a fool, a fool will rule. And the laws he will make, the foolish laws will bind on you. That's the truth. Amen. But we are looking at, I want to give you this missionary mindset. That anything a Christian does is a ministry. You begin to think that, why, if we are a civil servant as a Christian, see it as a calling. I have a friend, I told him for service, who works with one of the people they will show, are ministering with me, Nabil Kuta, for the program where I have been. He says, corporate affairs. 
It's a top shot there. And they all know that it stands for the kingdom there. You enter some eateries. They are liable to drop flyers. Christian flyers. Christian is having a concert. They allow it. You enter some other eatery. They say it's not allowed. Check who is the manager. Uh, you, you understand what I'm saying? You are going to see this thing. You go to some schools. Some of you here, uh, she has done Pastor Joshua. They try to read some secondary schools. Go to some schools. They allow you to lead them to share the word. We go to some other schools. Secondary schools. They say no. It depends on who the principal is. These are, and the, the devil is so smart that it goes for people who have authority over places. Hallelujah. Director of so-so in one ministry, principal of a school, headmaster of a school, class captain of a class, all these things are extremely important. They start a street market. Who is in charge of these streets? The chairperson of these three wheel churches, she happens to be, she's been here a few times. I remember she did, she told me, is anybody giving you a problem there? Let me know. Influence. So, <laughs> hallelujah. Lecturers in some colleges in America can spend out of one hour lecture. I was reading about one. It will spend 30 minutes to tell the, Christ, to tell the student that there's nothing like Jesus, it's all a lie. And when a Christian lecturer tries to say, Anything about the Bible, they will go and report school authority. Who is the school authority? Remember, I established one point. There are areas of law that are gray areas. When they get to that area, like when they were arguing, should gay people adopt children or not? Because children came from a man and a woman. If you say you are a man and a man, then you cannot adopt a child born by a man and a woman. So when the guests know that are not broad, clearly written in the law, the judges that are preside will use their discretion and training to judge, but they will tilt towards what they really worship. Are you following me? Are you, are you with me? Praise the Lord. You begin to notice the idea of you rising to the top of your career is not about selfish stuff. It's a necessity. Understanding that you are called, and maybe next we are going to talk about the Father. Why did Satan offer it to Jesus? Before, there is only one way. Daniel conquered the right way. Number one, the righteous, when you stand for what you believe, will be persecuted for what body are going to go to the top. But you see, the devil first of all gives you the easier way out, which is, he will want you to bow to him. That means you are going to do what others are doing, and you cannot. A producer can write, write the best scripts. And by the time he wants, he will say point blank. Many of you have seen it, even in Hollywood here. You can't naked your body until you're there. I can't use you. The Bible says, I read Revelation chapter, Daniel chapter 7 verse 21, that I beheld this same on making war with the saints and was overcoming them. And you are going to read about seven ons later in Revelation, but that's not for today. Look at this one. Daniel seven twenty one. I beheld this same on made war with the saints and prevailed against them. This is serious. Unrepresented authority in the Bible, that's what it means. So somebody comes up and he says that the producer here. I say you are a Christian woman, you know, uh, it's just enough to walk the man in the film, at least they know what we are there. Just show that we enter the room together and the rest, you know. You can do a film like that. All of us watching, we already understand. You are trying to say a man had access with a woman. They entered, when, if they hold each other and they enter the room, and we know the rest of the story. But another producer can make it compulsory and know they will jump on bed together. And if he's the most, if he's the best writer around, I told him for service, an average person, if you want to know the power of, now under entertainment, arts and entertainment, you have music, you have films, 
Every film in America now is tailored towards something. They are even beginning to infringe on our coming to our boundary, boundary now. Now they are acting Bible films and removing essence of the Bible from it. Portraying some people in the Bible as people they were not really godly. And that is the order of the day. Now, these people have resources. There is no politician. I'm not even saying anybody should be attacking those who are gay or anything. I don't... Like, uh, I, I heard some pastors in Nigeria saying, uh, castigating uh, the Prime Minister of UK for saying that they should not criminalize... Actually, it's not a criminal offense to be a gay. You believe as a Christian that it's wrong because of your Christian faith. Just as you believe that infidelity is wrong. But you don't ask them to arrest a man for committing adultery. Or, just as you believe that drinking is wrong. But you don't ask that you should take a man to jail. Some of, I'm, I'm sorry that there are many persons that are religious. And that's why... Brady, I don't know why. When I read Facebook, all the Christians can say, when people are saying something, they can't lay down points. They will say, don't judge. Is that what we are saying? <laughs> people can't sit down, because many people don't read and they don't understand what's going on in their environment. You are telling an atheist that is bent on bringing out 20, 70 points against some pastor, you are saying that just don't judge. You are the one that believes your Bible, says he doesn't understand your Bible. But you see, there is some of God in you. That if you give God a chance, there is a way you can bring about a superior argument. Every man-made rule is weak. When the right man comes up to show them what is... That, that's just the truth. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Are you, are you with me? Family. I, I, we will go around all of them one day. But this is just introduction. Both first and second service. The reason why some people belong to a particular religion is because of the family they belong to. If you are born that way, except by the grace of God you are converted, that's what you believe. Ah. This is why, if you are here, and those who are watching me, I know they are streaming live, or you will listen to this message later, you are the type, you are a man, and there is a way you talk to your wife, there is a way you shout. And it's very common to say, pack your load and all those, I don't want to again. You don't know the meaning of what you are doing. You think you are expressing yourself. You are making it very easy for your children to follow the same step. What they see, it is difficult when there has never been a case of abuse or divorce in a family for somebody to start it. If it's a common thing in a family, others will pick on it and start. Before you say something, think very well. Are you, are you with me? Hallelujah. You know that people that are not born again, but they won't take what does not belong to them. It has been put into them from family. Family place, see, I have looked at this, even, and I've been, I've been, I got born again in Jesus 3, and from scripture, you know, when I got born again till date, I have found out the reason why some people don't even get the things of God rightly is family. No matter how much you preach to some people, that they should not play around and misbehave and anything is difficult for them. Because this is what, as soon as the service ends, they are going to go the way of everybody around them. And Jesus offered them a chance. That's why you are in a church like this. But it is, it's bad. You don't know that if you fail, you that you are listening to message day and night, why, how can your children stand? If people can think about the future, whatever you are doing now, if you are jumping from bed to bed, think about your daughter doing that right before your face. But you are opening the gates by what you are doing. 
family. Talk media. Media is another level. That's about the newspaper, magazine, TV. Media can make people hate you, even though you are a good person. CNN will never report any good thing about Donald Trump. They are vowed. Just like Fox News. They are for Republicans. And these things are going on. And you don't even know. <laughs> you understand? Everything you see is being controlled by some things that you are not seeing. So there is more to what you are seeing than what you are seeing. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Amen. Satan understands very well the importance of power. <laughs> when I went for a meeting last week, towards the program we have in Abel, because I was talking about it in a while, you know, I thought that one of the major guys, a big pharmacist in the city, and he has some contract with state government to train students, and, and he told me what is happening with secondary school students. I mean, this guy was almost crying in my room when he came to me in the hotel room that it, it's pathetic. And the kind of drugs that students are using now, Tramadol, all the water and everything all around. And you know, he said to me that there is a particular musician, you all know him. He said, every new song he releases brings about a new social problem. When the students start singing his song, they start behaving a particular way. I'm sure you know the person I'm talking about. <laughs> and his name is similar to what he does. That guy told me, he was he says, I believe that that guy in particular must be having early morning conversation with the devil every morning. He said, because like, it puts virus in people. They will just start going one particular way. Now, I, he might not be a Satan. It's it, it just the part of influence. If you want to know how far this can go, check out Bob Marley. Almost an entire nation thinking the way of a particular man. And every person that follows is always, they have a mind of revolution. Actually, Fela wanted justice in the society. If Fela was a Christian, many of them will love church. But in their revolution, they also hate church. And it's because it's coming from somebody. Whose father was a pastor, but then. And I, I, that's why I said that everybody that comes around you, your influence over people as the husband, even the housemaid that lives in your house, you don't know what will become of them. Remember, Osama Bin Laden studied in America. And as at that time, he was naive and innocent. I saw his picture when he was 12. What about if somebody had preached the gospel? He had neighbors. He came across some Christians. The value of his soul, if they could see through him what he could become. And today, his disciples are still all over the world throwing bombs. If somebody had reached him. That's why when we are taught to evangelize, it's not a joking matter. And when you say that a Christian, wherever you are, I will mention four things that you must give attention to, to go to the top. Because you can, you, you, you see, the days of playing around, they are over. Hallelujah. I don't know who was telling me that, okay, Tayo Ajayi, the man in charge of drama here, and he was just saying that sincerely. He said so many of these guys who are uh, uh, um, secular artists, the amount of time they spend training, so many gospel artists don't do that. But some gospel artists are rising up who are doing that, actually. But sincerely, we are, Christians are quick to say that he's using this, using that. But the amount, I saw when Michael Jackson was talking about how many hours he used to spend training every day. So if you say Satan anointed him, I don't know. But one thing I know is that with whatever anointing also, it was still very... <laughs> Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Are you, are you with me? Praise the Lord. Everybody under the sound of my voice, you belong to one mountain at least. Because under those seven mountains, there are other little, little. If you say entertainment for instance, now sport is part of entertainment. So there are icons in sport, there are icons in music, there are icons in films. If you are a designer, and Oprah Winfrey wears what you have designed on our program, your life done better. It goes round. What about if Ronaldo wears a, a jersey and he puts your name? It goes round. Are you with me? And what these people believe? People started a church of Diego Maradona when he was the icon. I saw it. And they put my dad's picture here and they were worshipping. My dad later said that I'm a Catholic. I don't really believe in that. But some, it is amazing. The world we live in is blind. They follow anybody that you call a star or somebody that has influence. So there is the media. There is the one that has an entertainment. When they say somebody is misworked, somebody is this, somebody that, some of them have ability to lead people in a particular direction. A musician rises and he begins to make people go home. There are some songs, some of you have not realized that some songs are demonic. There are some songs, once people start playing it, they can't stop all restraints and start misbehaving. This is how going on. A film can come and change the perception of an entire community. One film. If you want to, I don't know whether, right, we were talking about that some years back. When we were talking about reporting, the war that happened in Rwanda at that time, when a reporter, you remember, it was a reporter that said some things that led to, it was on ear and everybody was listening to. There is a way you report a case that will ignite people's passion to, for revenge or something and it starts. These things are very important. I realized when I was secondary school that Ministry of Education accepted that scripture, you know, should be, fellowship should be in every school. It was later I understood why. Because our son became my friend later. The director of education then, one old, like old CAC people, the times I went to the house, you'll be talking to this woman, she'll be praying under her breath. She influenced the governor to say that. The governor was not a Christian, but she influenced the governor that the secondary school students should have a fellowship. Because she was the director of education. When they sent circular to her that they should stop fellow, she said, no, this one will not, will not receive my signature. Influence. Are you, are you following me? I saw a lot of that when I was in UI. Every time they had all wording that was not a Christian, it would drive out all fellowships from the hall. We used to call hostel hall. So we had eight halls or nine UI then, Yunamdiazikwe, Awolawa, all those. So you will see some halls, they will allow fellowship. Some other ones will say no to fellowship. Based on who they are awarding. Influence. Do you know if you find cure for HIV, you are going to be very influential? Hallelujah. Amen. Are you, are you with me? Where is your field? Jesus said, occupy till I come. That means take charge. Where are you taking charge? And if you already know where you are, are you practicing the system of this world? That does not glorify God. There's no kingdom in that one. Once you bow, Satan quickly came to the devil and uh, devil came to Jesus and said, bow, bow, bow. I will give it to you. So, 
All other guys that you see having it, who are not having it the way of God, Satan gave it to them because they bow. Once you bow, he will give you. He will give you. I can give myself as a female actress to a man, he sleeps with me, he gives me the best role, and from that film I become the highest. That can never represent the kingdom of God. Whatever you compromise to get can be God. At the end of the day, they all bowed to Daniel in Babylon. He stood his ground until they all bowed. Hallelujah. Are you following me? Are you hearing what I'm saying? This show actually fills your heart that every day you are living, either occupying or giving out your authority for others to use. And I said, this is the bad thing about this thing. There will never be a vacuum. Where good refuses to occupy, evil will occupy it. The only thing that grows by itself is weed. Weed does not need your permission to grow. Just don't plant anything there. Weed will grow there. And that's the truth. If you are a Christian and you are an actress, what is at the back of your mind? So this is where I will say these four things. Somebody sent something similar to it on men's group when Arnold Schwarzenegger was talking about. It's an Australia, right? Australia. Australia, yeah. When he was talking about how he saw a magazine, saw Mr. Mind, and he mentioned these four things in, the, in our award something that they gave him. Arnold also is a Christian, but it's difficult for him where he is. California is another world. You know, that's where Hollywood is and everything. Because I've heard him one time professor, I'm a Christian, just a love. When he was the governor, but I believe he is, like he said. Well, you see, they make it difficult on those who try to stand for Christ there. Very difficult. Hallelujah. Are you following? Are you with me? Amen. Then he said this for these things. But I will just take four. I will say very important things that you need to know. That will guide anything you do. Number one, have a vision. Please write it down. I know you already know them. They are not new things. But you can overemphasize the place of writing and rewriting again. Have a vision. A man cannot exist without a vision. If you don't have one, you will follow someone that has one. If you have said to yourself, today, there is a match you want to watch. Let's say, Champions League final. For 2019, next year. And it is Chelsea versus uh, Real Madrid. And you are so sure that Chelsea will win by 5-0. But you want to see the match. <laughs> if you don't like us. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I'm giving you a promise of what will happen in Champions League next year. So, <laughs> it might not matter. Chelsea or whoever. Chelsea and whoever. We will be at the final. Anybody. Now, if you have made up your mind as a Chelsea fan, like myself, to watch the match on Saturday night, and somebody comes, now that is your plan, that's your vision, and somebody comes to say that, ah, 7.30, can you escort me to, your answer will likely be no, because there is something in your mind that you want to do. But you see, it is somebody who has nothing, that somebody comes, and I see people do that a lot. Somebody badges into you, what you did not plan in the morning, and in the afternoon he's saying, that, let's go and check, and you follow. It's an indication that you have no vision for that day. Once your schedule can be changed by anybody easily, you are not a man of purpose and vision. And that's a painful truth. 
you know, we're in the early days of this job. One of our sisters here nearly lost a job with a, 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 a telecom comp, with a telecom. Somebody that we have been praying for, a Lord give her a job. Lord, give, job finally came. They, they went for an interview and they said, come and do our medicals. And she was telling the man. They said, come and do it in two. They said, can we make it next week? Somebody there reported that and I called her. I asked her a question. I said, are you, are you well? I said, what is, because she's only my friend. She's only my friend. I said, what's your problem? Why, she was saying that man, said, I thought, why did you tell that man that maybe they should move it to next week? There was a wedding she wanted to attend. I said, are you the one joining them? No. Are you the chief bridesmaid? No. Are you a member of the family? No. What's your problem? Okay, she went in Bado. They wanted to give you a job in Lagos. Job you've been waiting for for two years. Now, misplacement of priority. If you don't have a job, after a while, you'll be ashamed of going for a wedding. I told you, know, when they call for a reunion of old schoolmates, those who are doing fine will love to attend. Have you noticed? If after you left school 12 years ago, you left 12 years ago, you are not married, you don't have a car, you don't have a house, you don't have a job, you are still living with your parents, now you are 38. It's, you will not want to go. You understand? Not because anybody will look at you somehow, but somehow. <laughs> and your man will say, that is if you have shame. <laughs> you know, I want this, that something they make me laugh. A guy was telling his wife, she was eating. And he felt that she had been in the house, nothing was happening. Maybe she didn't have a job, and she didn't have a baby, and all those. And then he came and said, and he was telling the woman that, that you should at least buy yourself some shame. And I like the answer the wife gave that. He said, unfortunately, I don't know where they sell it. Can you help me? That's what he told the husband. That maybe if you show me where they, they are selling it, how I will buy one. Or if I can't buy, why don't you help me on your way home? Branch and buy shit for me. <laughs> Look at husband and wife, the expression in the house. Hallelujah. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you with me? Oh, dear Lord Jesus. Is someone hearing me? Vision. What will help you to have a vision is also to be able to answer a question, where are you? Being able to define where you are right now is one of the greatest discoveries that can come to anybody's life. If you call any emergency, anybody, anywhere, I'm in trouble. Something they're about to kill me, the next question they will ask you is, where? They cannot help you if they don't know your location. If you tell somebody, I'm lost somewhere and I just don't know my way, I'm lost. They are going to ask you, where are you? And if you don't know the precise location, they start asking questions that can give them an idea of where you are. Okay, where were you coming from before? Uh, from Ibadan. Okay, have you passed redemption camp? Yes. Have you reached MFM? No. So it gives them an idea that you are between MFM and camp. So they can narrow down the search. In your life, where are you right now? And you know what? In, in, in dealing with these issues, you have to be very sincere with yourself. The first question God asked Adam, he, the Almighty, he knew everything about Adam, but he's still asking, Adam, where are you? And I've said that when God asks you a question, he does not need your answer because he knows everything already. He's pointing your attention to something. Adam just fell from where God put him, and God wanted him to see that you have missed the point. So he said, Adam, where are you? It's a spiritual question. Because he came to the garden, he knew where he was already. But he was asking, where are you? You should be able to answer that question. So everybody, 
when this service ends. Where are you in terms of your life? Then it will help you to come up with a vision. If you are in the need, your first vision will be to come out of the ditch. Where are you? So, what is your vision? Men and brethren, what are you living for? Where is your passion? What are you passionate about? What exactly do you want to get out of life? What's your vision? What do you have to offer the world? Vision will empower anybody. Whether you are a cleaner or you are a president, if you have a vision, something is beginning to happen. And Arnold narrated how he had a vision from where he was in the country of crossing to America. Of, because in the time when you are going through the pain of growing and batting your vision, the passion you have for the vision will not let you feel the pain. When you are passionate about a woman that you want to marry, and house all of a sudden is not far again. Have you noticed? If you stay in the corridor and you are living in Niger, you can tell your friend by 10 p.m. in the night, you are going to Niger by 10 p.m. I call him a Sadiq Padani. I'll just go and come back. You know, all of a sudden, Aja, Sikorodu, is like, because the love is doing you. Any amount of money, that is if you don't have sense, yeah, can be spent. Any amount of money. Now, generally, you are more generous. You love, you don't mind. Because the love is heavier. Amen. You never complain. She's making up for three hours. You are inside the car. Those three hours, you talk, all of a sudden, you are a musician. You are singing and making melody unto God. <laughs> you can't tolerate your friend keeping you waiting for five minutes. But here is your lover. You are inside the car. Shade is baiting. You are singing. I love the man of Galilee. <laughs> Twenty minutes. You move to second song. Then you bring out a book you are reading and you are not complaining. She comes and you smile. <laughs> hey, sweet at home, but I'm not kept to wait. Ah, not at all. <laughs> and the girl says she's enjoying it until he marries you. And he said, Woman, it's time to go. <laughs> are you are you with me? Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Have a vision. We will start from this next week. Have a plan. Have a plan. Hallelujah. Dream big, not small. And then determination. Those four things will help you. A vision, a plan. Make the vi- Don't think small. See the bigger picture. And then be determined. And if you are going to add the future, you can just say that avoid distractions. Those five things, those five things, when they are in you, mighty things will happen through you. And you need them. I have given you everybody, whoever you are in this church listening to me today or on listening to me, you are living for Jesus. These mountains are calling for you. That is the meaning of what we read in Romans chapter 8, verse 19. The endless expectation of the creature awaits the manifestation of the sons of God. These mountains are occupied right now by people who are not God, who are not Jesus' people. And what we read, the kingdoms of this world, meaning the seven mountains, must become the kingdom of our God. And this must happen before the arrival of Jesus Christ for second coming. 
the kingdoms of this world must become. Education must glorify Jesus. Education must confess him as Lord. That's the meaning. Media must confess Jesus as Lord. Entertainment must confess Jesus as Lord. Politics must bow to Jesus. Religion must bow to him. Family must bow to him. Business economy must bow to him. So he must reign over all his enemies. That's the meaning. They must be made his footstool. He must reign. And now he does his, he does his to do it through you. Amen. Hallelujah. If you are blessed, stand. Ooh, 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 ooh. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hi. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Lift up your hands and just thank Him. Just worship Him. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Blessed be your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your name. All glory to your name. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshumakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Twin Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.